Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Happy Friday. It is December 17th. I'm Kim Hauer, and I'm joined with Dan again for our final day this week on the podcast. Um, and we like to summarize on Friday how this experience was. So, Dan, if you would share what you thought of the process of sharing on the podcast with me. Well, first, I'd like to thank the last two podcast listeners that we have this week. Um, <laughs> thanks for sticking it out with us all week. It was kind of rough on you, kind of rough on us. This week's been very fulfilling. Um, it's taught me a lot of things, a lot of things that I, I've obviously dwelled on this week. Um, you know, it, it's being faithful, being patient. Um, you guys heard that a lot out of me. And it's, it's really taught me that it's, those are some problems that I have in my life that I really need to work on. So um, surprisingly enough, it was enjoy. It, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I, I hope I didn't bore you. I hope I didn't just, you know, say the same words over and over because that, but that's what was on me. Um, hopefully you get something out of this this week and, and uh, yeah, so that's, that's the biggest thing of what I've, the common thread and themes and what it's been like. It's been fun. It's been interesting. Cool. And not so terrible to uh, join me on the podcast. No, you were tolerable. You kept your uh, comments to yourself for the most part. <laughs> Um, I have to share that as this is our last day, as we walked into the recording studio, you said, never mind, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and I panicked because I wasn't sure if I'd have to do a podcast by myself. And I don't think anybody wants to listen to just me. So well, you didn't panic. You told me, no, you are going in there and you don't, you don't soften yourself up like that. That's not, you, make did, sure you tell them the truth. I did panic internally and mm -hmm. had to think like, okay, can we get one of my kids in here? Like, how am I going to get this done? But I do appreciate that you agreed <laughs> to come in here and join me. Well, probably my biggest problem is I, that I didn't want to do it is because I think before I even walked in here, um, I felt the gut punch of, of the Holy spirit going, um, yeah, you need to be patient. You need to be more faithful. Well, I don't want to share that because it's, that's a knock on me, but really it's not, you know, it's, I see a lot of people in this world that are not patient. If you drive in Holland, you see a ton of people that are not patient. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think I, I think it's cool that you were actually were vulnerable and open. And I think a lot of times that's where we grow. Um, for me, I think the themes were, I saw a lot of humility and just oh, like kind of not necessarily spoken humility, but threaded throughout it, which I think is probably the number one thing that God seeks in our hearts is a humble heart. Um, and so I think like you demonstrated in a lot of what you were saying that you were open to humbling yourself and being vulnerable with the people who do listen to us um, share two. here. Yeah, the last two that Joy Ensing, hi, I know yeah. you're still listening. Yeah, and we lost Randy, I think, the first day. I don't even think he started it. Yeah, maybe a few others. Um, I don't know, but I just, I appreciate that. And um, 
I think it speaks volumes of uh, the journey that you're on and that you're willing to the share. journey we're on. Yeah. Well, we're obviously on one together as a couple, but also as, you know, well, we're, a family yeah. of faith, you know, we're yeah. all on it together. So yeah. you know, we can all root each other on. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're supposed to do. So thank you. All right. So we are back in the book of Luke again. I don't know that I've had this happen. We kind of discussed that. Um, and oddly, it's just a small passage before the one that we read. Um, I think it was Tuesday from Luke, um, the Magnificat. So um, this is a story of Mary when she goes to visit Elizabeth after she's been told by the angel that she's going to have the Christ child. Um, so I will read that out of the New Living Translation today. Uh, it's Luke 1, 39 through 45. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. So, what did you hear in that telling the story of Mary visiting Elizabeth? Well, um, you know, kind of. You know, I remember when you were pregnant and, uh, you know, the kids would kick you. Um, but leaping within a womb, I mean, you know, I, I kind of doubt they were doing acrobatics. But, you know, I mean, it's it's just a, a huge sign of the Holy Spirit. You know, I mean, it, it's obviously the baby was experiencing the Holy Spirit at the same time that her mom was, which is, you know, it's, it's just a really cool feeling. I mean, it was, you know, Jesus being probably just conceived or very shortly conceived is already changing somebody's somebody in the world which that's that's amazing that's just such just to show how much power he really has and how much good he really is to basically enter a room and and, and a baby's leaping um inside of a womb i mean that's just you know rays of power that you know beautiful sunshine rays of power that that you know not everybody gets to see it's pretty powerful yeah i think yeah that's certainly one of those holy spirit miraculous type you know of course surrounding this entire story is miracle after miracle um but how cool that is you know that's a cool image that you shared for sure um you know and i think like to me sometimes i get lost in these stories and just like i i heard them so many times like it, they don't necessarily hit me and I think like I too kind of gathered like the presence of the Holy Spirit I don't know that I necessarily picked out in my many many years of hearing the story um, because really like there's few instances of the Holy Spirit mentioned in the Old Testament um, not a huge presence um, but then we know like how impactful the Holy Spirit was actually after Jesus left and when Pentecost came and then the Holy Spirit filled 
all believers. Um, so these little glimpses as to the power of the Holy Spirit within people, I think is something sometimes we miss and how cool that is that like, yeah, like, you know, baby John the Baptist inside Elizabeth's womb knew the presence of Jesus inside Mary's womb and responded accordingly. Like how crazy to think that like the presence of Jesus in a room, even if it is just the tiny little baby fetus in Mary's tummy, you know, that's growing like a normal baby, um, can have that much impact on the people that are in that room. You know I mean? Jesus was just wherever he went, right? Obviously had an impact even from that very early stage. Yeah, from, you know, from the day, I mean, they don't talk much about it until actually until his teaching years, you know, but this is something very early in his life that goes to show that from the day he was conceived, he was full of the Holy Spirit and it could be transmitted. I mean, obviously it could leak out into other people, you know, so it's kind of, it, it, it's really seeing that and knowing that from the beginning of his life is just kind of puts a little bit of a different spin on how I, how I see it all. You know, I mean, it's not like at, you know, 28 years of age or 30 years of age or something, all of a sudden, bam, he's zapped and, and God gave him the Holy Spirit. No, he born with it. I mean, it, which is really cool in my eyes. That's the way I see it. You know, mm -hmm. most of you people out there probably knew that from from the beginning. But, um, yeah, once again, I'm a little slow. And, <laughs> no, I think that sometimes, like I mentioned, I think I just kind of hear the stories and don't stop and pay attention. Um, you know, I get like just as I was doing that, I'm like, it's easy to rush through the familiar story and miss the details and things like that. You know, I mean, it mentions like just before this is when Mary finds out. You know, of course, just before that is when Elizabeth found out that she was going to have John the Baptist. Um, but I think, like, just the simple fact of, like, so Mary, a few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea. Like, if, if you look at, um, I kind of looked up in context, like, how far away are they? Because in my mind, I think, yeah, like, you just hop in your car and you go and you're going to visit your cousin or your, you know, sister. They didn't have a car back then. So oh, like poor people. So she, after hearing about being the mother of Jesus, she um, hurries to her cousins. I think it's a cousin, right? Um, pretty sure. Her it's cousins, at least somebody she knew. House, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were cousins. Um, which was days. Like that trek from where they believed each of them to be living at the time was like a three to four day trip of walking, maybe riding a donkey, if that's the case. But we don't hear whether or not Joseph went with her. We can probably assume that he did. It would have maybe not been safe for her to go alone. So I'm sure in those times, the men of someone would have gone with her. But it's just interesting, like a three or four day walk to get to Elizabeth to share this news. Um Another thing that hit me too is that like there's no mention that Elizabeth was told ahead of this anything about the Messiah coming. She was told that she was going to have a child, even though she was way too old to have a child. So like just the simple fact that 
when Mary shows up, it's not like she called her up on the cell phone and said, hey, Elizabeth, I'm going to come visit you for a couple of days. Didn't have cell um, phones either. Nope, they didn't have cell phones. So sometimes I think like I try to put this in my own world. Like I just think these things are simple. But the reality is Elizabeth had no idea that Mary had been visited by an angel. She had no idea that Mary was coming to visit. And so that that situation where Mary shows up and the sound of Mary's voice causes this reaction of the baby you know, John in Elizabeth's womb to jump and like, and then she seems to all of a sudden by the Holy Spirit being filled by the Holy Spirit, all of a sudden she seems to know all of these things that Mary's carrying the Christ child, but there's nowhere that it says Mary actually said those things. No, it does not. The Holy Spirit even made her aware of that. Jesus was in Mary's womb, like the Messiah, her Lord was in Mary's womb. Like I just, sometimes I gloss past it. Like this is just a simple story, but it is like when I read it, it was so profound when you stop and read, like, just think about the whole scenario, I guess. Um, that to me, it just kind of struck me the whole thing. Um, super cool story. And then tied with the Magnificat, of course. Um, it's, it's, you know, they talk about the Holy Spirit a lot through the Bible and Matt talks about it and, you know, we talk about it, you know, but I mean, this is just, this is a very short story that obviously was a huge, huge revelation. He made a huge impact in people's lives, you know, especially, you know, their lives because of how blessed they felt. Um, you know, Elizabeth was blessed because Mary came to see who was the mother of her Lord. You know, I mean, what, what a cool just saying, I mean. Wouldn't you just love to be able to say that to somebody? Right. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever get to say that, but um, once and for all. So, um, but yeah, I just think, I don't know. And as I read it, obviously being with you, my husband and the father of our three beautiful girls, you know, you probably have some glimpses into what that was like. Like, you know, when we became pregnant with Kylie. I didn't become pregnant. You became pregnant. (laughs) We did that, but I was carrying her. Um, At that time, I was the first one to be pregnant in a line of my two other sisters. Mm -hmm. So I was pregnant with Kylie. And then within two months later, my sister, Tammy, older sister, was pregnant with, um, it would be her third child at the time. Baby Jacob. Um, Baby Jacob. He was two months, you know, from Kylie. And then my little sister, Amanda, was two months from her. So... And then from there on, it seems like all of us siblings kind of timed it every two years so that all of those younger cousins under Kylie are are all about the same age. But I just remember the excitement of like sharing that I was pregnant and then my sister's pregnant. You got to share it. You got to talk about it. I mean, all Mary had to do was walk in the in the door, (laughs) you know, that's that's and that's the cool. That's the coolest thing about it. I mean, that's just the coolest thing about it. I, you know, sharing that. My wife was pregnant. Yeah, I was quite excited. That was how. So I understand Kim's feeling. I just, you know, just the comparative is, you know, to have somebody walk in the room and you're just filled with the Holy Spirit. I mean, holy cow, it's almost a little bit of jealousy on my part because it doesn't happen. You know, it doesn't happen in my life really or, or very often that just to be totally filled with it. So I, you know, 
not really jealousy, more just, I wish I could in you know, have that. I mean, it's it, in awe. Yes. That's probably the best word. I'm just in awe. Yeah. As you so. said, I can't imagine that joy and excitement. I know what it felt like for me. I just can't imagine the level of excitement and joy and that Holy Spirit feeling like that had to have been the most powerful household <laughs> in the planet at that moment. You know, like I just like I can see fireworks and everything, just like everything that makes it like just gigantic. That's what it would feel like. And yet it, it was a very intimate meeting between the two women, you know, Um yeah, super, yeah. But super cool. It'd be kind of neat to be in the background after, you know, they settle down a little bit and they actually get to express their feelings or express what's going on and, you know, just explain their stories of, you know, you know, being a virgin and being too old to really have children and, you know, just be kind of a neat story. You know, I mean, just to be more factual, just wouldn't be as impactful um, as definitely as this was, but. I, and I, we can I, imagine that story, right? It would be kind of cool to have it in the Bible, but because we know Mary stayed with Elizabeth for six months. So either right up into John the Baptist's birth or, you know, somewhere around there, at least, you know, Mary stayed there with her. So um, to hear like what that six months was like would be. It'd just be cool, neat. I'm just, right? just but now we just get to imagine. And yep. someday when we get to heaven, we can ask them, what was that like? Um so I think that we hit a lot of the same thing, Holy Spirit filling in this one. Um, so as we close out our week and our Friday, um, go forth into your day and your weekend with this blessing as we get to wrap up on a Christmas story. Um, I have this little blessing that I came across just recently. Um, so as we go forth into the season of Advent, let's be intentional in our pause to reflect on the awesomeness of the birth story of Jesus. May you be filled with the wonder of Mary, the obedience of Joseph, the joy of the angels, the eagerness of the shepherds, the determination of the Magi, and the peace of the Christ child. So go forth into your weekend, having a very blessed weekend. And uh, yeah, hopefully you will join next week to listen to the podcast because it won't be Dan and Kim. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Bye, Joy. Bye. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.